lucky to be here in my reading area with the wonderful Molly's mentor. Molly's is an author of three books, all of which are very unique and seem to be completely different to each other. One is a book of poetry, one is a collection of stories from South African immigrants, and the other one is teaching kids to ask for help. Molly's is also a motivational figure and has a very cool blog. I find Molly's to be an inspirational author because not only is she an author, she's an immigrant from she's an immigrant to Australia, a mother, a homeschooling parent, a small business owner, plus she is a motivational speaker. And her books have some very serious topics in them, such as migrations and reaching out for help. Alice, thank you for letting me draw you. Thank you so much for having me. That's really an honour. Um, <laughs> I haven't done this in a while, so thanks, Imani. Let's get started. Have you always had a passion for poetry? I like reading it, but I find it really hard to write. That's the first thing that I remember writing. Is, um, we had, in South Africa, we had these mine houses and they had these big windowsills outside. And I used to sit on them and write my poetry. Um, that's for me that's the writing that comes instinctively although I've always written poetry was the first thing that I remember poetry and songs uh, th that I remember writing so yes yes I um, it just it's a gut thing right it just comes from deep within you that's amazing what is it like being an author while struggling with a homeschooling parent and a small business owner when do you find time to sleep <laughs> I don't know. You don't. Uh, <laughs> I would never find time to sleep no, if I did all know that. What the whole thing is, and you know this, mm. when you like something, you find time to do it, don't you? Yeah. All the other stuff that's not important, that might be urgent, I just kind of take it to the way. Yeah. So, so cleaning my house is not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's on I don't list. like doing that. Um, you make time for what you like, and writing there's always something brewing in my head so and I find that w once I get it out of my head it's not as big as I thought it was so for me writing is therapy as well and as long as I have that time even if it's 10 minutes 10 minutes a day to just dot my feelings down my emotions down and um, it just centers me so you make time and you know the, the, the saying where give a busy person something to do and they'll get it done it's just how it is that's life hey? the busier you are the more you get done yes so yeah from one busy person to another busy person <laughs> <laughs> your books are all so different to each other what has inspired you to write each of them I wrote the the book on kids asking for help when my kids were small I actually wrote that before my um, youngest one was born and it was just I, I kind of wanted to venture into it and thought I've always wanted to write so let me do that so that's the one thing and maybe because I struggle to ask for help because I always think I can do everything mm. and it's very important to understand that once you ask for help and people can help you achieve things it's just so much better because you're not an island on your own the immigration book I wrote because being an immigrant myself i knew the challenges i knew the fears that people had and it was a joint venture with another lady from new south wales 
um, where we just got the 22 stories and it was phenomenal to see that everyone has a different motive or different motivator of moving to Australia for us as a family it was adventure for other people it's political circumstances or it might be financial but all of us have this this um, connecting thing of being able to be brave and change countries and understand that we're now part of a global village I think that for me is something that I wanted to give people because everybody always asks you how how do you do it where do you go what do you do so it was good to tell the stories but also then to give practical advice of where to go what you should do what you should take into account in this whole journey because it is quite stressful very very stressful um, it was but I've got to tell you one of the best things we did we really we really enjoyed Australia and the opportunities it brought our way well I'm very glad that you decided to come to Australia <laughs> once I wouldn't have met you I wouldn't have met Neil and I was like show mm. awesome did you always want to be kind of before am I a special speaker or is that like just it kind of happened um no I think I grew up in a time where if you were good with words, you had to go and study law or go into a more academic type of job. And so I was good with words. People said, oh, you are so good in speaking and talking and you have to become a lawyer. So I became a lawyer. And um, so it's never been on my radar and it's only, I've always written, it's always been part of me. It's something that I, as I was sitting in my lecture, my Latin lecturer's class, I would write my poems out. And so I still have those and I still have the stories that I've written when I was 18 years old. So I, I keep them. That's always been part of me. I never thought that I would be able to say, I am a writer. It never felt like a worthwhile job. But now I can say when people ask me, I can say I'm this, 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 but oh, I'm also a writer. Um, so yeah, it's something that developed. I wish I had the, the bravery that you had or you have to do this and to walk this journey at your age. So shows you're never too late to start something. Thank <laughs> you. Is it easier for you to write in Afrikaans or in Australian? What? Language is your, are your books, right? Now? The, the books that I have out is Afrikaans. Poetry, I'll always do in Afrikaans. It's just, it's, poetry is something of your soul. And I still think in Afrikaans and I feel in Afrikaans and I fight in Afrikaans. So, uh, but I recently went to a writer's retreat and had to translate one of my pieces and it was really received quite well which gave me the confidence to start translating my work into English. So I think what would happen is that I would write something in Afrikaans and I would then translate it but make it relevant to the Australian situation as well. So Afrikaans is still the, the preferred way of writing for me. Um, I'm growing in my confidence towards English a little bit every day. Did you write most of your books in Africans? I know that would just answer that it's just on the thing, and I'm like, <laughs> just gonna go down the list. <laughs> okay, so let's skip that one and we go yeah. to <laughs> Why did you choose to move to Australia? Is mm. one of these somewhere? Um, I think 
it's a situation it was an opportunity that presented itself my husband applied for a position got it we said we've never been out of the country let's take it and we moved here in 2008 we thought we would go back four years later um, but then when we went back to visit in 2010 I was pregnant with Shalom and we came back I said to him but this also feels like home so let's stay and that's how it just happened is um, we changed continents we moved from one great Southland to another great Southland and I, I'm able to call both home because my mum still lives in South Africa so where my mum lives that's home but where my husband and my boys are that's home so uh, we moved for the adventure, the opportunity that Australia gives and to call, to, to see how things are done in other places. So that's why we moved. And where can people purchase your books? Because I'm really fascinated by that. <laughs> yes, I've not gone the, the, um, the normal route. My little children's book is free that you can download on the web, as is my book on immigration. My book on poetry, um, I just printed a limited number of, of books on it. So at the moment, if people are interested in the book of poetry, I'll have to print on demand. And the others they can just download from my website. Yeah. And now it's just the Steve questions. Oh, awesome. Which Once is about ice cream. Yes, ice cream is <laughs> on there. <laughs> what are you writing at the moment? Um, I am writing a book. That will consist of about 30 little short stories which is conversations that I have with a friend and I call them hey Joe she comes to visit me and we have coffee together and we just talk about serious things and not so serious things it is geared towards the more mature woman out there um, but I, I find that I have the ability to word what a lot of people are thinking but not always have the courage to ask or to say so that's what I'm working on it is in both Afrikaans and English um, and hopefully by the end of the year I'll have the first draft and everything ready to send to editors and publishers and and walk the more formal route that I that I've shunned until now so um, that and then I have another one that I worked on in 2015 2016 that I'm just busy working through again that you know that whole editing process I left it for three years and I'm revisiting some of the work that I've written and it's it's challenging because your voice changed so much I don't know if you also find it that when you go back to work you think what was I thinking here yeah, yeah. it's like so I went back to a short story from a long time ago I'm like exactly to try and just get to where you were what you were thinking and the question then is do I make it relevant to where I'm now or do I keep it relevant to where I was then yes um, but I think that's so yeah I'm editing that again so I might I'm kind of working on three books then Good. scary to hear that mm -hmm. so, favorite ice cream flavor if it's ice cream it's my favorite full stop love ice cream <laughs> doesn't matter what it is <laughs> what's one of your favorite poems you've written um it was a very short one called maybe today sir it's it's 
about my husband used to give one of his um, administrative assistants a lift to to his home but he lived in the township and then every time that he would drop him off he would say maybe today sir and he would go and then one day um, my husband kind of because there was always something else that was said and um, he listened more intently and he said to him so so Abram what is you, you always say maybe today sir and he said maybe today he comes sir because he's a he's a Christian so he was looking forward to to Christ coming again and that was kind of my my favorite because it's an expectation of a new day so yeah that was that's my favorite poem that I've written how long do you usually take you to write one of your books your poems oh. Imani forever. <laughs> my, my book on poetry I've been writing since I was eighteen. Because poets poems are just like that. You you write them in a time in your life and then you go back and you rewrite them. I have I have ones on my computer that I that's date stamped two thousand and six from when Neil was born and I've never published them because I know it's not a finished work yet. So Poetry forever books I kind of go through seasons. So I would say the book on immigration that was a four-year project It was a four-year project and it was laborious it felt like it was not going to end and thankfully it did um, But the others I've been like the one it's also written four years ago editing it only now But the hey Joe one hoping to take a year how long did you work on the on the Maybell book? Two years. Exactly. So it just Forever. takes so long. <laughs> it's like you write it and then you're like, oh wait, now I need to edit this. And then it's like, oh, what Oof. was I thinking then? And I was like, I gotta change this. Yes. <laughs> that, and it just, it doesn't stop. Yes. Never so Forever. A lifetime. <laughs> who is your most, who is your favorite or more ins most inspirational author? Sure. In South Africa, there's a lady called Annelie Boetis. She, um, I really enjoy her books. They cut to the bone and they are gut-wrenching because they're so honest and raw. And it's just her life spilling out from, from her. And she, um, she had a, a book that I once read and I climbed into the bath at 8 o'clock evening and I got out at four in the morning because I refused to read another day on that book it was just so heart-wrenching but I would say her I love her style I love her honesty um, and her brokenness when she writes so yeah Anneli Boetis mm. do you prefer cats or dogs cats. cats do you prefer ebooks or hard books oh hard books and it's just like yes it's a solid book yes you can collect them <laughs> <laughs> you can <laughs> what's your favorite place to ride i ride any place in all honesty i um i enjoy my very very messy study but then i equally enjoy my dining room table which becomes messy and then I move to various space. So whichever space is available. Coffee shops, always, where I have a piece of paper and a pen, I write. 
Do you remember the first book you ever read? Or if not, what's your favourite childhood book? <gasps> Mr. God, this is Anna. Not the first book I read, but my favourite, favourite, favourite book of all time. Mr. God, this is Anna by Finn. Phenomenal. And um, he wrote the second book, Anna the Black Knight. Uh, I reread Mr. God, this is Anna every year. It is just, it's wonderful. If you have access to it, read it. If you don't, I'll borrow it to you. <laughs> or loan it to you. Um, it's just an amazing book. I love it. What's your biggest achievement so far? Accepting myself. Liking myself. I think that's a good achievement to have. Yeah, it's always to feel like. With writing, I would like to have the books published and I would like to feel like a grown-up writer. I don't know how to word it differently, <laughs> but um, that's the one thing. And then next year, I'm planning on moving my business from real estate photography to more glamour photography. Um, so thinking of combining those two. So that's my dream, taking photos and telling people's stories. That's what I would like to do, combining two loves together. And lastly, do you have any, do you have any advice for young writers? Get your bum on the chair and write. It's not glamorous. And um, believe in yourself, but don't say you want to be a writer and you're not willing to have flat bum. <laughs> so just get your bum on the chair and write. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. You have to. Um, and I, I think the, the, the second one is believe that you can do this. Mm. Everybody has a story to tell. It's, it's part of who we are. Mm. And if you're blessed with the gift of telling stories, you can make people dream and feel not so alone. Definitely, think that's a major. Mm. Thank you so much for letting me interview you. Oh, thank awesome. you for having me. It's lovely. Um, um, yeah, thank you. Thanks for for um, enjoying what I do as well.